What's up, collective? I am angry. Um, and you all should be too. Uh, especially if you live in the United States. Um, I was born here. I was raised in this country. And I've never really had, I guess, quote-unquote school spirit, if you will, for this country. Um, you know, when I was young... No government stuff was ever thrown on me when I was little, uh, you know, and it wasn't until I became a teenager. And at 17 years old, I watched the 9-11 terrorist attack happen. And that really shaped my, it started to shape my view on politics, on government, on just how gnarly it can get in the world. And... It's been nothing but a bunch of 9-11 type feelings for this country and for the world lately. Um, There's so many bad things that happen all the time. And they're going to continue to happen because the balance of of life is good and bad. But I, I have to try to wrap my head around why young kids are getting shot and I'm never going to be able to do that. I'm never going to be able to understand why mass shootings are a thing now in this country. Um, you know, people say, well, you know, if you want the government to do something, but what really can we do? I mean, taking guns away is not the answer. Um, mental health being looked at, being taken serious is always been the answer in the world, especially in the United States. Growing up with a mother who has a severe mental illness and seeing her be ignored and her care being ignored and pills shoved down her throat is the always the option. From a very early age, I noticed that this country specifically doesn't give a shit about mental illness. Or mental health. Or having a strong mental health foundation in this country. It has never been a thing in the 41 years, almost 41 years that I've been alive. I have never seen it been a priority. I've also worked in the health industry for a long time. Over a decade, almost two decades, I have worked in the health care industry. And I've never seen proper mental health care ever and this is unfortunately what happens when we don't prioritize mental health um and i say this all the time this podcast was built on that it's built on having a better mindset and what that looks like is not what's happening out there in the world today and you know, I, I'm not going to mention the shooter's name. I'm not going to mention any shooter's name if I talk about any shootings on this episode. Because I'm not going to give murderers and criminals fame. Uh, because that's another thing we seem to do also in this country. Is we make serial killers and mass shooters and pedos, pedophiles and rapists. We, we seem to make them famous. Uh, Because we spread their pictures and their name all over the news and social media. I'm not going to do that. 
Um, and I would advise you and ask you to please stop sending pictures and their name all over the internet. I don't, I don't give a shit who this person is. I stopped giving a shit who that person is when they started shooting kids. Now, what I do care about this person is that they were mentally ill because that is what happens when you go shoot up specifically a school, specifically an elementary school. You are dealing with a mental illness. Absolutely. It is not normal, whatever, whatever word you want to use. Normal is just the one that's coming to mind. It is not within a human's DNA in this life to be killing kids for your own agendas. Because you don't like that you're misgendered or you don't like that you were bullied when you went to school. That doesn't mean you grow up and you kill kids. That's not okay. Learning right from wrong is something that happens in a human's life. And the part of your brain that determines right from wrong isn't fully developed until you're 25 years old. So when are we going to start taking mental health seriously? When is that going to be a thing? All the non-binary, all the religious, the politics, the whatever, that's always trending and it's always spoke about and it's always a thing. Sex is always a thing. Music is always a thing. Movies are always a thing. Award shows are always a thing. When is mental health going to be trending? When is that going to be a thing? When is that going to be a thing that we focus on? I don't think I'm going to see that in my lifetime. And I have a horrible feeling that my son's not going to see it in his lifetime. And he's only 15 years old right now. And he's got to grow up questioning what in the fuck is going on in this world that he's growing up in. At 15 years old, he has to hear about mass shootings at elementary schools. He has to worry for his life that he's going to get the flu and die. He has to worry that if we go to a grocery store, he's going to get shot or a movie theater. Or we're going to be at a Target and they're going to be looters stealing electronics. There's so many more fucking things I could mention that is wrong with what's going on today. I will say this. Till the day I die, I don't give two fucks who you have sex with. I don't care what color you want to dye your hair. I don't care what clothes you want to wear. I don't care what name you want to be called. I don't even care if you want to be non-binary. I, if you're a good person, guess what? You have my vote. I, I love you. I want you to be on this planet. I want you to have a long fulfilled life with filled with love and happiness. But if you're a piece of shit and you're green, you know, because we, we, we have racism still in this fucking country, in this world, which is just insane. We don't like people based on their skin tone. Come on, guys. We're, we're getting ridiculous now. The only reason you shouldn't like a person is because they're a piece of shit. 
That's the only reason you shouldn't like a person. Because they are a piece of shit. Not because they voted Republican or Democrat. Not because they're Asian or white or whatever. And not because they're gay or straight. Only reason you should not like a person is if they are a shit person. And if I have to define what a shit person is, then we have a bigger problem on our hands here. And am I saying that the person who did the mass shootings, or who any of them, any of them who did the mass shootings, are they shit people? Yeah, to an extent. Yes, they are. Any person that takes another person's life, first of all, that's not up to you. I don't care how hard you had it in your life. You don't take matters into your hands and play God because you're mad. You're mad. You take three deep breaths and go for a fucking walk. You don't get a assault rifle and shoot kids. Come on. Where is the fucking common sense in humans? It's like 80% of humans have common sense. The other 20%, I don't know what y'all are doing. I really don't know what y'all are doing. A lot of you are on TikTok. And yes, that was a jab at TikTok because I seen it on TikTok. The majority of it is there's no common sense. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe the solution is we get rid of social media. But because, you know, one person has to ruin it for the group. It's always got to be that way. You guys abuse things. You 20% out there who have no common sense, you abuse the luxuries that we have. Especially in this country, in the United States, you guys abuse the luxuries that we have. Other countries don't have all this shit. And they're also not shooting up schools. I don't even know what to tell my son anymore. I don't know how to explain this stuff to him anymore. Because there is no explanation. This shit should not be happening. I lived in Colorado for a very long time. My son was basically raised there. Or he was raised there. He was basically born there too. And it is now tainted. The whole state of Colorado is now tainted for me. It used to be my most favorite place in this country. And now it is tainted because of how many shootings there have been. My friend just told me who still lives it. There's a, a high in drive-bys in Colorado. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever been there. But it's not a place. There's not one part of Colorado where you would say, oh, yeah, there's drive-bys there. There's not one place. I've been pretty much uh, through the whole state. I've lived in many different parts of Colorado, and there's not one place I've ever been to where I'm thinking, yeah, there's probably drive-bys that happen here. So what in the fuck is going on? Now, a lot of religious people will say, I think specifically Christians, you know, if I'm wrong, fine. Call me out on it. I don't care. That say this is the end of times. I mean... I'm not, I'm not necessarily opposed to that idea because it has to be, right? It has to be. This, what's happening, what happened in Nashville, what happened in Texas, what's happened in Colorado numerous times, these shootings, 
Guys, come on. Come on. It's not the guns. Look, I'm not I'm not a Republican like gun owner, but you know, I'm not some like southern redneck with a gun, okay? But it's not guns that are the problem. It's not. And I'm telling you, if you take I used to live in Alabama. I lived in Alabama most of my childhood. That's where I was raised. And if you take guns away from these people who aren't, by the way, by the way, these, you know, people that call them crazy conservatives with guns, they're not shooting up schools. Let's remember that. They're not shooting kids. So you take their guns away, you're going to piss them the fuck off. That's what you're going to do. They're still not going to shoot a school. So you're going to start a bigger problem. Again, it goes back to the fact that a mentally ill person should not have a gun. Now, let me remind you guys. I have a mom who is diagnosed schizophrenic. She's manic depressive schizophrenic. Okay. Never in all the years that I've been alive have I ever been worried that my mother was going to get an assault rifle and go shoot up a school. Or shoot up anything, for that matter. Now, I talk about this, um, I'm going to talk about this in my book. I'm writing a book about my mother. And in the book, there is an incident where my mother attacked a teenage girl when I was young, it was at a mall, and she attacked her. Now, she physically fought her with her hands. She didn't have any weapons. Um, and that was the only time I ever seen my mother be violent, especially to a stranger. And yes, it's because she's mentally disabled. That is why she attacked that young girl, because her reason for attacking the young girls because she thought that they were talking badly about her because these young girls were on a payphone because yes that's how old I am they were on a payphone and they were giggling as most teenage girls do and my mother what took it personal and thought they were talking about her so she attacked them we had to go to court my mother did not get in trouble or have to spend any jail time because she is mentally ill She's never done that again. To my knowledge, she has never assaulted anyone again. So she is kept under control. Now, she, she does suffer from things. She is not 100% okay. She's not. They have her on a lot of medications. They Again, she is a number in the system, okay? They throw her in a room and they fill her with pills every day. And no, she isn't getting better. Okay, guys? There was a time period a few years ago where my aunt told me my mother was drinking shampoo. Okay, that's not okay. Also, again, because she has a mental illness. And what the fuck are they doing about it? They're allowing her to buy more shampoo and allowing her to drink it. And something that really pissed me off about my mother's situation is that they tell me that they have to treat her like an adult because she is. So she basically has complete say-so over everything that she does, even though her psychologist, in the same breath, told me that my mother's mental capacity is that of a 15-year-old. Which, one, I don't agree with because my son's 15 years old and he doesn't act like that. But two, 
you're going to tell me to that you need to treat her as an adult, but then you're going to tell me her mental capacity as that of someone that's not an adult. So this is what I'm saying, guys. This is a medical professional that said this to me, a psychiatrist with a degree to practice health care in mental illness patients said that very contradicting fucking sentence to me. So I ask you, and I'm, I'm very fired up about this because like I said, mental illness has always been in my life. It's always been in my life. I've always been around it. I have always cared about it. I have always fought for it. One of the main reasons why I'm writing this book about my mother is because I want to put more awareness on my story so that I can maybe inspire or help someone else out there. I grew up with it. I grew up going to the psych hospital that my mother would get admitted to when she would have a quote-unquote episode. And I seen a lot of things that a 8, 9, 10-year-old little girl shouldn't be seeing just so that she could go visit her mother. And I said this in another episode, but when I would go to these, it, it was a state hospital that I would go to, and it was a psychiatric ward, and I remember it was called W2. And when I would go up there to that ward and see those people, I thought to myself, if I had to stay here for a long period amount of time, I would be crazy too. Either that or I would be in a coma because I would have scared myself into a coma. It was a scary time every single time I would visit this place. And guys, don't knock my father for this. He was doing the best that he could do. And I wanted to go. I wanted to visit my mother. I was a little girl who needed her mother. And unfortunately, her mother was in the psych ward of the state hospital. So I will never fault my father for that. He didn't know. He didn't know if it was going to mess me up. Thank, thank God it didn't. And all it did was make me a worry, a warrior for mental health and wanting nothing more than it to be treated with a priority. We need to put this first. I say this all the time. Thoughts become actions. And if we were dealing with the thoughts first, it would be eliminating a lot of these negative actions that happen. And it's not just in criminals, guys. It's in our own lives, too. It keeps us from losing weight. It keeps us from leaving an abusive relationship. It keeps us from taking opportunities in life, taking risks that pay off, that make us successful. It keeps us from being good parents sometimes because we are not in a good mental place to make these decisions that become actions. And, you know, I, there is, because I am an unconditionally loving human being, I have compassion for all humans. Um, even the ones that I stated earlier that are shit people doesn't mean I have to like them. Doesn't mean I'm going to let them in my life. But there is a sense of human compassion that I have for all. 
because we all weren't put on this earth to kill and to hate and to be a shit person. And this refers back to this story that I hear floating around everywhere about killing baby Hitler, which is insane to me that that's even a sentence. The word baby and, and killing shouldn't be in the same sentence ever. And none of you, whether you want to be a weekend warrior and say that you would kill baby Hitler, you fucking wouldn't unless you're a piece of shit, right? And I wouldn't, of course not, because baby Hitler didn't know they were going to grow up to be Hitler, Okay? Not to mention the fact that these are all choices, guys. When that person stepped into that school and shot those people, that was a choice. And guess where it started from? It started from a mental illness thought. And now I ask you, can these things be prevented? My answer to that is yes. Yes. Do we need to lock everybody up and, you know, do shock therapy again and put these people in, at, you know, as they're on autopilot zombies on medication? No, I don't think that either. But mental health has never been treated in any other way but doing that. Back in the day, that's how they treated people in asylums. They threw them in asylums. They did shock therapy, and they fed them a bunch of chemicals. And did that work? No, sure didn't. I mean, it kept them off the streets, but did it make them have a better quality of life? No, absolutely not. And it's no different now other than the fact that we've gotten rid of asylums, I think, for the most part. And for the most part, we don't do shock therapy anymore. But we're still feeding chemicals. I know that for a fact because my mother is being fed chemicals every day. And I'm going to share something with you guys that I've, I've said before in other episodes. My mother, just to put some perspective on this, my mother is being fed six, six different antipsychotic medications. Why in the fuck would anyone need six Different antipsychotics. Hmm? Is it doing anything to help her quality of life? Well, I told you guys she was drinking shampoo, so you tell me what you think. It's absolutely not helping my mother live a better quality of life. I have watched her decline in her quality of life over my lifetime. To where now my son doesn't have a relationship with his grandmother because of it. Because she's not coherent enough. Even though we have to treat her like an adult, she is not coherent enough mentally to be a grandmother. So I have every right to speak on this topic. Because someone who birthed me into this world has a severe mental illness. And again, I'm going to repeat myself when I say, my mother has never shot up a school. And there are hundreds of thousands, probably millions of people that deal with mental illness every single day. 
And they would never harm another person, another living thing. So it's not all mentally ill people, okay? That's another misconception of this whole fucking topic. But it's the ones that, this is my opinion, it is the ones that believe they have it under control and that they are fighting for a cause. Which I can get behind. I'm fighting for a cause right now with this episode. But if your cause involves harming people, especially little kids. These kids that were involved in the shooting guys were nine years old. And there were three of them. And that's not the only three elementary school aged kids that have died from a mass shooter with a mental illness. There's a lot of them. And we're just supposed to normalize ourselves to mass shootings now because they happen so much. And, you know, everybody looks to government for everything. Government fix this. Government do that. Government change this. Government sign a bill. Government, you know, uh, guys, when are you going to stop relying on other people to fix things for you? You guys do understand you can do something, right? And that is by helping your neighbor. And what I mean by that is, if you know somebody is struggling and you just are scared to do anything because you're scared they're going to hurt you, that's a big red flag, first of all. But second of all, help people. Don't stand aside and be a pussy. Help people. If we were to come together like a collective, the collective that I talk about and the whole reason I named this podcast, The Collective Culture, is that we are a group of people who help people. And we definitely don't discriminate. If I had a trans friend who I believed was hurting in some way, I would do whatever I could to help them. And I hear it all the time. Well, you can't help people. If they're going to do it, they're going to do it. Okay. It's not true, but okay. I feel like that sentence is a cop-out for most. Because I feel like most people are afraid of things they don't understand. And I've seen it with my mother growing up. I would see the, pe the way people would look at her and react to her. My own family, matter of fact, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this, but you know what I'm talking about. My own family, in fact, act weird around my mother. And they're related to her. Because they don't understand. And they are afraid of what they don't understand. Very interesting. And I'm sure my cousins are listening to this. And I'm sorry if you take offense to this. But it's true. I had a few of my cousins when I visited uh, my hometown. For the first time in a very long time. Say to me, I'm sorry I didn't know your mother was this bad. And that's how you grew up. Because my mother had an episode in front of them. And I wasn't freaking out about it. It wasn't, you know, because I've seen it many times. This is not new, new to me. And the fact that they said, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were going through that. was because you don't come around enough. Right? Of course you're not going to know. Because if you don't come around, you're not going to see it. Because it doesn't happen every second of every day. And I appreciate their concern. But where were you guys when I was growing up? 
you know? And I, I'm not trying to point fingers because that's the past, but this goes out to anyone that treats their mentally disabled family member this way or children of the mentally disabled family member. There's nothing wrong with these people. They're not going to get cooties from them. So that is where it starts, guys. That's where it starts. We do not alienate people who are different from us. We help them if they need help. Do I agree that drag shows need to be for kids? No, I don't. No, I don't. Because all the drag shows I've been to have been pretty sexualized. And kids don't need to know about sex at five years old. No, they don't. And I will stand by that. And it has nothing to do with transphobia or gayphobia. It has nothing to do with that. I actually enjoyed every drag show I've ever been to. But my son's not going to go to it at five years old. No, he's not. And the trans people that I know would have never allowed, or not the trans people I know, the drag show, the drag queens that I knew back then would have never allowed kids to come to their show. Because it's not a child event. And why sex is being pushed on our children's guys? Why? It, they don't need to know about none of this shit in kindergarten. They barely know how to read and write. And yet they need to know about sex. No, they don't. They don't need to know about straight sex. They don't need to know about gay sex. They don't need to know about none of that shit. They need to focus on their motor skills and learning how to go to the bathroom and, you know, basic things that kids need to learn at that age. So we have gone so far off the reservation with this bullshit, this bullshit agenda, this bullshit ideology that we're trying to make room for everyone. We can still do that. And we have still done that. I understand that gays and trans people have had to fight. I get it. I'm sorry for that. That's not my fault. I didn't make the world like this. I don't treat you people that way. And I'm sorry that others do. But there's hate. There's always been hate in this world. There's always been racism. There's always been sexism. There's always been all that shit. Let's not forget that women couldn't even wear pants for the longest time. Okay? So we've all had to deal with shit. All right? But now it's you've, you've gone crazy with the shit. You've gone crazy with the shit. And so have women. After we were able to wear pants, then you guys went, then some of you fucking women went nuts with that shit too. And now you're feminist and you hate men. And you're like, come the fuck on. We have all lost our fucking mind. And we haven't made in this country. Most of us do. The majority of the people in the United States haven't made. You have fucking Starbucks. You have HBO Max. You have amusement parks. You have concerts. And look, all that shit was taken away from you during you-know-what days in 2020. And look how you all reacted. And look what the government can do to you that you go to for answers all the time. They can give us and they can take it the fuck away too, right? And that's okay. We just shut up and fucking take it. We put a fucking mask on, right? I 
I'm sorry that this is a prompt to angry, frustrated podcast episode, but I'm just, I'm so over it, guys. I'm so over it. And it's, it's more so because I have a kid and I'm raising him in this cesspool of bullshit. I really don't want to have to do this. I don't want to have to explain to my child every day why the fuck this shit is going on. Because you know what? I don't have an explanation. I don't know. I don't know why humans are acting like this. Do you guys not have enough fucking caffeine or alcohol or sugar? Like, what is it? What is going to be the magical fucking answer? How can we make everybody happy? How? How do we make everybody happy? We give rights to everybody? I thought we did. Or have I lost sight of that? I know we've taken away some rights because people on the other side of the spectrum fought for that. And then we've given rights and we've taken others away. Like, holy fuck. Just don't be a shit person. Fuck, really. At the end of the day, just don't be a shit person. You don't have to be the right, the left, the middle, green, red, blue, pink, fucking whatever. You don't have to be anything but that you don't want to be. You don't. You don't have to be religious. You don't have to think about, you don't have to admit or resonate that there's a heaven and hell. You don't have to do any of it. Just fucking be alive while you're here and don't be a shit person. I mean, really, it is as simple as that. But we make it so fucking complicated, especially in this country. Because I have friends that live in other countries and the way they talk about Americans, sometimes I, I don't agree with them. Because they generalize all Americans and I don't agree and we have arguments over that. No, not all of our country shoot kids. There are shitty fucking people in this country that do that. I'm not one of them. So I do argue with them about that side. But the other points that they make about this country, they're not wrong, guys. They're not. So I don't know what it's going to take. I really don't. I really don't. I'm so annoyed. I, I really don't want to fucking feel like this every day. I really don't. I just want to wake up and I want to do my best. And I want to spend time with my child and laugh and listen to music and create things and help people and go to bed and do it all over again the next day. I don't want to have to make podcast episodes like this where I'm yelling and I'm frustrated and I'm asking over and over and over again, why, 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 why? And I know so many of you, especially if you're listening to this, if you're a continued listener, you feel the same way. So let's start doing something about it now. We don't have to wait for the government to pass a bill, guys. We can start doing it now. Reach out to people who need help. And if those people that you know don't need help, ask them if anybody they know needs help. Let's start coming to fucking together, especially in this country. We're supposedly called the United States of America. There's nothing fucking united here. Nothing. Why can't we be the united countries of the world? Why? Why? Is that such a fucking foreign concept? 
to human beings. I know because you, some of you assholes, shit people out there have to have money and power and you don't give a fuck about nobody else. Well, you know what? There's a special place in hell for you people. <laughs> and I don't even know if I believe in hell, but I'm just saying there is a special place in darkness for your asses. And that is the truth. And as Candace Owens says, that is all I'm going to say about this. I'm sending you guys so much love and light. I know it doesn't sound like it from my tone of voice for 36 minutes of this podcast episode, but this is coming from a passionate place of caring. That's where it's coming from. And I want this stuff to end. I want this world to, as cliche as it sounds, I want there to be world peace. I've always wanted that. I know a lot of us do. And unfortunately, I just don't see it happening unless we all come together and stop waiting for daddy to fix things for you. Okay? Grow up if that's where your head is. You're waiting for someone else to fix this for you. Grow up. Until next time, guys. Ciao.